Bienvenido and thank you for listening to the Word con Sazón podcast, a sermon collective of reforming Latinos. The following message was given at Mosaic Community Church in Joliet, Illinois, by Brother Jonathan Reyes. For more information about the church or about Jonathan, please go to our show notes below. You can open your Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. I know some of you guys have this verse memorized. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, and it's read in this way. No temptation has overtaken you that is common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. Pray with me. Father, I come before you, God, in this moment, recognizing that without you, I can't do anything. Father, apart from your life-giving spirit, I am dead. So I pray, Father, in this moment, in my weakness, that you would use me. I pray, Father, that you would use me to reach the hearts of these men. I pray, Father, that you would soften their hearts open up their ears, open up their eyes to understand your beauty. Father, I pray, Father, that the power that is in your word will go out and accomplish everything that you want it to do and that it will not turn back empty. Father, I pray that the word will land on fertile ground so that it will bear fruit, Father. So I pray, Father, that you would sanctify us in your word because your word is truth. I pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 When I first started walking with the Lord, uh, I was uh, in a relationship from my previous life. uh, And in this relationship, uh, she did not come to Jesus with me. In this relationship, uh, this woman that I was involved with at the time uh, began to actually like the man that I was becoming. She loved that uh, I was serious about changing my life, that I was serious about putting childish things away. She even liked the fact that I was going to church. But I was counseled uh, from some Christian men that the scriptures teach that, uh, that we should not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. And because of that, that she was going to tempt me in a unique way. I remember specifically uh, picking her up after work, going on a date, and then coming home. When I came home, I turned on the TV, and ironically, the movie on Joseph is on the TV. 
To add more irony, it was at the part where he was being tempted by Potiphar's wife. In that moment, I, I looked at the TV and I shut it off out of guilt because I knew what was about to go down. I wish I can tell you like Joseph that I ran away and fled from temptation, but I gave in. And after I gave in, I felt so ashamed. I felt ashamed because of two things. One, because I sinned against God. But two, I, I felt ashamed because God clearly spoke to me through the TV, showing me what I was about to do and provided a way of escape, and I still did it anyway. The main thing I want us to see from tonight's passage is we can escape temptation because God is faithful. Now, faithful means that God is dependable, that he's reliable, that he's able to be trusted. Mm -hmm. So because of that, God, we can escape the temptation because God is faithful. Yeah. Let's look into the passage and see how this plays out. <coughs> it says, no temptation has overtaken you that is common to man. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability, but with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. Now, to put this passage in context, Paul is writing this letter to a group of Christians at Corinth. And these Corinthians were, were ordinary Christians like you and I who happened to be tempted in many ways. And in this letter, we see that the Corinthians were tempted to be divisive. They were tempted to tolerate sexual immorality. Uh, they were tempted to disregard the weaker brother. Uh, they were tempted to disregard the holiness of communion. They were tempted to misuse the spiritual gifts. And lastly, they were tempted to believe false teaching regarding the resurrection of Christ. And in this unique chapter, in this section, verses 1 to 13 of chapter 10, Paul reminds us and the Corinthians how the Israelites were tempted in the wilderness. And he's using the Israelites as an example for us to learn from. And Paul concludes by offering two things, a warning and an encouragement. He begins verse 13 by saying, no temptation has overcome you that is overtaken you that is common to man. That's good news. That gives us hope. The, the, the idea is the temptations that you go through, you're not alone. You and I go through a lot of the same things. So when you're tempted, uh, you, th there's this idea that I'm not alone in this. Other people understand me. Mm -hmm. And with the temptation, the encouragement is that it will not overtake you. It will not cease you. Yes. And the reason why it will not overtake you is because Paul says God is faithful. He is faithful because he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. Now, beyond your ability means that in Jesus, you can resist the temptation. Because of Jesus, you are able to say no. And the reason you can say no to it is because with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape. 
that you may be able to endure it. The encouraging thing is that God is faithful to fulfill his promises. If the passage says that God is faithful to provide a way of escape, then you can trust him that he will provide a way of escape when you're tempted. Charles Spurgeon, preaching on this passage, says it like this. God's way of escape from trial is not for his people to avoid it, so as not to pass through it, but such an escape as leads them through the trouble and out at the other end. Not an escape from the Red Sea, but an escape through the Red Sea from a still greater trial. If you, beloved, are exposed to a trial or temptation, you are, you are to be made able to bear it. Now pray before leaving this building that this last word upon which I have no time to enlarge may be fulfilled in your experience, that ye may be able to bear it. Now, when you fly on an airplane and the plane is getting ready to take off, the, the flight attendants begin to share some announcements that's often called the pre-flight safety procedures. And it usually goes a little something like this. In case of emergency, the emergency lighting, the, uh, the emergency floor lighting will indicate the closest exit path. In the same way, when you are tempted, God is able to provide the emergency floor lighting to lead you out of temptation. When you stop and you pray, God will provide that emergency floor lighting, providing you the closest exit. Amen. My brothers, we can endure the temptation because God is faithful. Yeah. Now, the passage says no temptation has overtaken you that is common to man, right? So what are some common temptations that we as men struggle with in everyday life? Just going to share four ways that men can be tempted. The first common temptation is spiritual neglect. We are tempted to believe the lie that we can do this on our own strength. We are tempted uh, not to pray, not to be in God's word, because we believe the lie that our tasks are more important that God does not care about the details, no matter how simple, in our, in our day. The second common temptation is sexual temptation. We are all tempted sexually. Society does not make it easy either. Through all types of mediums, the, the media will often use uh, provocative women, sometimes, most often, half-naked women to uniquely tempt us. I'm reminded that the Super Bowl is coming up next Sunday, and they are paying billions of dollars to tempt us in this way. But sexual temptation is not just an external thing. We are also tempted by past memories, past images that we've seen in magazines, or on your phone, or on the TV, or on the computer or maybe even past sexual encounters. We're tempted by that all the time. The third common temptation is a sense of entitlement. This is not just for Gen Z or millennials. This is all of us men. 
We can believe the lie that something is owed to us because we worked hard enough for it. That I, I deserve this because I did all the right things. I deserve the promotion because I was on time to work every day. It's a unique temptation that men face with. Amen. The fourth common temptation is false security of idols. We are also tempted to place our security and value in accomplishments, prestige, and power, and notoriety. Now, these things are not sinful in and of itself, but it becomes sinful when we devote our entire lives for the pursuit of these things. And as a result, we end up becoming worshipers of things that are created and not the creator. Now, each one of us has uh, certain sin sins that tempt us and every Christian faces temptation. And the devil is very good at finding us in our weakest moments. And he tends to uh, seduce us, to entice us whether that be with sexual sin, sins of anger, sins of jealousy, of envy, of covetousness, laziness, pride, worry, insecurity, many other things. But it's important to make the distinction between temptation and sin. Temptation can often lead to sin, but it's not a sin to be tempted. Therefore, one of the ways to fight against sin is to know how to resist the temptation when it comes. So I just want to lay out five things to keep in mind that we must know and do if we're going to resist the temptation. Number one, pray. Matthew 26, 41 says this, watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. Apart from God, we have no hope in the battle. If we're going to rely on the flesh, we're going to lose. We need to pray and we need to ask God for help. When we pray, we clothe ourselves with the full armor of God. And when we pray, God will point us to that emergency floor lighting. That's right. Number two, know yourself. All right. What are you uniquely tempted by? There are things that I'm tempted by that Eric may not be tempted by. The devil will not tempt you with the things that uh, may tempt Tim, but does not tempt me. He won't tempt you in that. He's been studying humanity since the fall. He's been studying you since the day you were born. He knows exactly what, what tempts you and exactly how to make you almost fall if you don't be careful. So remember, James chapter 1, verse 14 says this, but each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. Mm -hmm. That's the important, his own desire. Another thing to recognize when, when knowing yourself is, remember this word, halt. When you're tempted, uh, ask yourself, am I hungry? Am I angry? Am I lonely? Or am I tired? When I'm 
any of one of these things, I may be susceptible to give in to the temptation. Just one little short illustration from the Bible. Right after a great victory, Elijah slattered all these prophets, and then he fell into despair. Oh, God, they're going to kill me. And what did God tell him? Grab a Snickers bar, son. <laughs> You're hungry. <laughs> you ain't thinking straight. <laughs> Eat. Take a nap. Because you ain't thinking straight. Number three, preach to yourself. Psalm 119.11 says, I have stored your word in my heart that I may not sin against you. Yeah. Preach to yourself. How do you preach to yourself? Scripture memory comes to mind. Mm -hmm. Find specific verses in the Bible that speak to the things that you're weak at, that speak into your temptation so that when you're tempted, you quote the scriptures to yourself. That's it. You quote it to yourself and you preach to yourself and you'll find that God through his word, through the power of the Holy Spirit, will give you the strength to endure it. Number four, flee. <laughs> <laughs> 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 22 says, So flee, that means run away from youthful passions and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. Whether temptation comes, whether you're at the water cooler at work and you see that attractive woman who wants to engage you in a flirtatious conversation, run. Don't go to the water cooler anymore. Avoid it. Go to the one upstairs. Number five, fight within community. Ecclesiastes chapter four, verses nine and 10 says this. Two are better than one because they have good reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him who is alone when he falls and has not another to lift him up. How do we fight within community? Number one is call out to brothers. When you're tempted, shoot out a text, make a phone call. Call out to your brothers and say, hey, I'm being tempted in this moment right now. Yes. Ask for prayer. Yes. Let them know what you're going on, what's going on in your life. Let them know, hey, when I'm at work, I'm uniquely tempted by such and such sin. Can you pray for me that I may be strengthened to overcome this sickness or, or this, this weakness at work? I'm always encouraged when I'm just hanging out, whether at home with the wife or whether I'm here at work, and I get a random text message from one of the brothers in the community group in our text thread and says, hey, pray for me. I'm being tempted right now. It's a healthy reminder that God called us to live in community and that we fight within community. In community, we fight for one another's joy. And listen, if this is your church home and you are not in a community group, I encourage you to join one. Yes. Community groups is the best way to grow spiritually, Amen. to build godly relationships, but also to fight this fight against temptation. Yes. So I just want to conclude with this. In the Gospels, and in Matthew and Luke, in the fourth chapter, it records that Jesus was led into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. 
And in this temptation, Jesus was tempted in three unique ways. And what was great about this moment is that where you and I may, we will have failed, Jesus overcame. Jesus overcame the battle for us. Listen to what the writer of Hebrews says in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 18. For because he, that's Jesus, himself has suffered when tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. And he also says in chapter 4, verses 14 and 15, since then we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect was tempted as we are, yet without sin. That's good news. God not only makes the way of escape, he not only provides the emergency floor lighting, Jesus will help us in the moment get out this, the situation. Because he overcame it. Mm -hmm. Listen, Jesus was sent to this world to live the life that you and I cannot live. And to die the death that you and I deserved. Mm -hmm. Listen, we can overcome because Jesus did. And if you fail like I did, we've all failed. We can run to Jesus. We can run to Jesus, and he will give us the strength to overcome. So remember, we can escape temptation because God is faithful. Let's pray. Father, we, we thank you, God, that you are a faithful God. We thank you, Lord, that you are faithful to fulfill your word, that all of your promises find their yes and amen in Christ Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that when we are tempted, that you are faithful to provide the way of escape, that we may be able to endure it. Father, I pray, Lord, to, for us men, Father, that you would keep us from the evil one, that you would guard us from temptation. Father, I pray, Lord, that you would stir within us a deep desire to pray more, to be in your word more, to be in community more. Father, I pray, Lord, in this specific moment, Lord, that you would uh, empower our discussion time in this moment. I pray, Father, that you would deliver us from the fear of man and that you would uh, empower us to share and to be transparent with our weaknesses, to be transparent with our failings, oh God. Father, because your level of freedom is dictated by your level of transparency, Father. So, Father, I pray in this moment that you would just guide our time and bless it, Father. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.